Ladies and gentlemen, George Wilder Jr. the Junior Show, the start of a starting the first week actually in January. Yeah, thank you. Starting the first week uh, in January 2019. You know, when a first when a previous year ends and you're into the uh, next year, you always have to uh, sort of adjust. I mean, on documentation, you you're always dating it 2018 when you should be dating in 2019 because it hasn't really set in yet and you're still doing some of the things that you were doing the previous year. So you really have to uh, adjust to the uh, current year from the following year. And sometimes, because it used to, I mean, I remember when I was working in this office and I had all of this document, all all of this documentation, papers everywhere that, that I had to sign and date and I kept pulling down the wrong date because of, of the previous year instead of the current year because the current year has just left. Uh, and it was a new year. And like this is a new year, 2019. Anyway, uh, get those signatures. <laughs> get those dates right. All right. Uh, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. It is so much It is so much going on in politics, folks. It is so much going on in the world. It is just awful, 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 awful. It is totally, totally awful what's going on in America right now. Uh, people are losing their homes. They're losing their apartments. Uh, this government shutdown is devastating on people's lives. The people, uh, uh, Trump and the Republicans, they do not give a fuck. They do not care. Pardon my language, but this is, I think, 
kind of language is called for uh, in their situation. I mean, you just your heart goes out to the people who are affected by the government shutdown. That's a damn shame. Uh, people are not getting paid. They're walking off. They're striking. They're looking for other jobs. The, air for, the airports are really hitting hitting it hard. I, I'm hearing that O'Hare Airport Airport isn't uh, as hard as hit as some of the other airports around America, if I can talk straight. <laughs> but it, it's awful. And Trump is going around on television. He's going to give a press conference. He's going to give a talk or something. Fuck that. That has uh, nothing to do with people's lives. Obviously, he's double downing on not reopening the government, and the Republicans are complicit because they can they can open open the government by overriding his veto. You don't need, but they are complicit. They are complicit. I mean, we have a divided government. This is what this is what. Is happening. We have a divided country. This is what's happening. Why are we so divided? We're divided because of Republicans. They did this. And then they're going around saying that it's the Democrats' fault. It's someone else's fault. They didn't do shit. They own this. They own it. As we know, the Republicans are lying through their teeth when they say that trying to blame other people for this. Trump went on national television and told everybody about a week or so ago that he would proudly shut down America, and that's what he's done. He shut down America. People, uh, food stamps. Basically, when, when food stamps stopped coming, who's going to go hungry? The children are. The children. They don't give a fuck about children. They don't give a damn about old people. Uh, they don't give a damn about people getting their paychecks. But I can tell you this. The 800,000 federal workers and more who are not getting their paychecks, that's 800,000 votes against Donald Trump. And if, we can get with, and if we can get rid of the Electoral College and the popular vote stands, he will, his ass will be voted out of there. But I think uh, the popular vote will not stand because there's no way the Republicans are going to sign off on getting rid of the Electoral College. It has to go through a, a. It has to be a legislative process. No way they're going to do that. The Dems sometimes these, sometimes the Democrats are bringing up these laws and enacting some of these measures that are good for America, but the Republicans are not going to budge on it. Mitch McConnell, that's fucked. He is not going to uh, budge on it. He's not going to have a vote on anything unless he feels that Donald Trump is uh, going to sign something. And Donald Trump is not going to sign anything that's good for America. The Republicans are not going to do anything that benefits America and the people, the people that don't like him. I agree with some of these pundits and some of these talk show hosts on cable television. America hates Donald Trump. There is no doubt about it. And they're saying that Trump is to, to address the nation. Who's going to watch it? I'm not going to watch him. Watch this guy. What do you want to watch this guy tell a bunch of lies for? But there be, they will be people watching uh, this when he addressed the nation. The fuck Trump? He's going to be lying through his teeth, saying that the people are okay with his shutdown, saying that people are okay with not getting paid. Who is okay with not getting paid, especially when they have to pay bills? They have a mortgage payment, a car payment. They have a rent payment. They have to buy food. Who's going to be okay with that? 
people are living from one check to the next, whether they're working for a private industry or for the federal government. Who's going to be okay with that? This man is lying. This man is crazy. This man is a narcissist. This man has no empathy. This man doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care. And the Dems, uh, they, they are surprising me. I, I actually think they're going to cave in on, on Donald Trump and give him what he wants. I think – and but they can't do that because if they cave in and give Donald Trump what he wants, this will be a leverage that Donald Trump will use as long as he's in office. He will always hold the country uh, hostage to try to get what he, if, what he wants if the Dems give in to him. And I don't think they're going to give in, though. I hope they do not. And I always will feel for the people who are missing their paychecks, kids who are going without something to eat because they SNAP benefits have been affected. Uh, this is just uh, monstrous, moronic by a buffoon. And Donald Trump is doing all of this to keep us from talking about the 17 fucking investigations that's going to get his ass at some point. He's doing all of this to deflect attention away from New York suing him for his uh, foundation violations and his uh, family. All he's doing is getting you, getting your attention off of what we've been talking about for months and now we're talking about this. Donald Trump is good at deflection. He's good at diversion. If he doesn't want you to talk about this, he's going to create something over here, even catastrophic. And then we'll be talking about that. And he really thinks we're going to forget all about Mueller's investigation into Russia collusion and his two felony charges by his own lawyer and, and, and a whole lot of other shit. 17 investigations uh, going on under Donald Trump. He doesn't want you to talk about that. He doesn't want you to think about that. So that's why he says he's going to pull troops out of Syria. That's why he's shut the government down. He figured if we uh, concentrate on, on the government, we will not think about the 17 investigations that is up his ass right now. So that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. And now he says he's going to what? Call a national emergency? He can't do that. He's not king. He's not emperor. He's something he wants to do. Yeah, we are in a hellified um, uh, era here. We're we're in trouble. Donald Trump doesn't give a fuck. Donald Trump has destroyed everything that he's ever touched. Bankruptcies, uh, uh, not paying workers, being sued, sued, sued. And now he has his rotten hands on America. And guess what? He is totally, totally destroying it, and the Republicans are sitting back watching and supporting him. But I can tell you this. The Republicans are through. They are fucking done. They know it as a party. They, I'm not saying that every Republican is going to be voted out of office. I'm saying the majority of them will be. If there's a Republican – if Republican is at the beginning of their name, they will not get voted in. Republicans are all on the same page. Destroy America. Lie, lie, lie. Cheat, cheat, cheat. Democrats should not hold power. 
Republicans should never, ever be in office. The only way that Republicans can save face, and I don't even think they can do it, if the Republicans decide to impeach Donald Trump right now, they still will not be uh, voted back into office because it took them so fucking long. And one of the things you don't do to Americans, you don't mess with their money. You don't mess with their livelihood. They're going out there busting their asses at these jobs. They deserve to be paid. Donald Trump is saying that he understands them. He doesn't understand crap. He's never had to work at an eight-hour job in his life. He doesn't understand a damn thing. And I'm, um, I've been told that Donald Trump doesn't even know what he's he doesn't he didn't even know if I can get this right. He didn't even know the impact of the shutdown. He didn't know a lot of the impact. It's surprising him that people aren't getting their paychecks. It's surprising him that food stamps will be uh snap benefits will be halted eventually and children will starve. Old people will starve. People people on uh disability uh will starve. Die. Lindsey Graham is okay with that. The Republicans in, in Congress, uh, in the Senate, they're okay with that. This is why I say um, they're done. They're finished. They're finished. You know, they are finished. America is not there yet or will ever be there yet. America is people. I mean, you take people's you take away people's paycheck. You take away people's jobs. People will not spend. That that will if that's going to affect the economy. People will not spend. And if people don't spend, businesses will go under. Movie stars uh, uh, are bitching about the shutdown. They know if they make movies, and uh, you don't have a job, so that means you can't have, you can't buy a ticket to go see that movie. So that's going to tank. That's going to tank their careers. Donald Trump is a con man. He's a thug. He's a criminal. And he's getting away with all of this. Why? Because the Republicans are letting him do it. Not the Democrats. The Republicans are letting him do it. And I hope. And I do hope that. um, The Democrats don't cave in. But I. But I have a feeling they will. I have a feeling they will. I'm hoping they won't. The reason why I say I think the Democrats probably will cave into Donald Trump and the Republicans because they have a track record of caving in. They've done it several times in the past. And caving in for the Democrats does not go well with uh, grassroots liberals or progressives. And that caving in uh, does not even go well with the Republicans. This is why they've been out of power for eight years. They caved the fuck in. Because I can recall when Democrats controlled the White House, uh, the House of Representatives, and the Senate. They had it all. But they couldn't get nothing done because the Republicans were in their ass. And they were bickering and yelling and screaming at each other, and they disagreed a lot. And they caved in a lot. I mean, they caved in a lot to the Republicans. And I think they're going to probably do it at some point again. But I do know that the Democrats have to find a way to reopen the government. They have to find a fucking way to 
reopen the government without Donald Trump and without the uh, complicit Republicans. I don't know if they can do it, but there may be there must be something in the Constitution. There must be something, uh, uh, something they can do to reopen the government or to or just to fund certain uh, uh, agencies around the country. Importantly, to get people back to work and to get people uh, getting paid again. Now, these folks are not getting their paychecks. We don't even know if they're going to get back pay. We don't even know that. We don't even know anything about that. This is just awful. This is just awful, 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 awful. And Donald Trump thinks he's going to come on television and talk to America and thinks he's going to have an impact. He's crazier than he always has been. Majority of the people aren't going to watch him. They ain't going to fucking watch him. They want the government open. They want their paychecks. They want their fucking paychecks. People are quitting these federal jobs right now. They're quitting them and going out to find other jobs in private sector. Now, as long as Donald Trump is president, a lot of people aren't going to want aren't going to want to do federal jobs anymore because this asshole will shut down the government. This is bad for America. But I can tell you this, America is strong. We are resilient people. We will get through this. Fuck Donald Trump. Donald Trump likes to mess with every fucking thing that he can. People are saying Donald Trump is going to resign because of all, the, all of the investigations. And I've said a zillion times on this show, this man is not going to resign. Why? Because he loves power. He loves power. He loves lying to the American people. He loves it. Secondly, he's not going to resign because if he resigns, he becomes a, he becomes a uh, private citizen and he will be indicted. He will go to prison. Maybe he will go to prison to hang. Yeah, yeah, he needs to fucking hang for what he's doing to the country. For what he's doing. I mean, the White House staff, even they're not getting paid. Secret Service, people who protect him, they're not getting paid. That's got to be something. That's got to be something. The Secret Service people who protect him, who guard him, they're not getting paid. They may be the next people to walk the fuck off. I would. I mean, I would not work for the federal government without a check. I said, hey, I got to go. I got a family to feed. I got a house note. I got a car note. I got lots of bills. I can't afford to work for nothing. And a lot of people are saying that. They're saying they cannot afford to work for nothing. This is a travesty. To the House, where Democrats just took control, and they're starting the year with a very long to-do list. Joining me now, a member of Democratic leadership, the new chairman of the House Select Committee on Intelligence, Congressman Adam Schiff. Mr. Chairman, congratulations. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jake. Happy New Year. So um, you you, you just heard me talk with Acting uh, Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney. Uh, and one of the things uh, that Mulvaney and I were talking about uh, was the deliberations about the president potentially invoking emergency powers to fund the border wall. 
Uh, what do you make of that? What do you think? I make of that uh, really threatening talk from the president uh, that he doesn't have the power to execute. Look, if uh, Harry Truman couldn't nationalize the steel industry during wartime, uh, this president doesn't have the power to declare an emergency and, and build a multi-billion dollar wall on the border. So that's a non-starter. Um, and I think that uh, what the president needs to do more than anything else, he's painted himself into a corner on this thing, is figure out how he unpaints himself uh, from that corner. We need to reopen can, the government. We need to do. put people back to work. And I think uh, Senator Jones was making a very important point, which is really something that uh, I'm very focused on as well. And that is we can't allow this continual process uh, that was really modernized by the Tea Party, that if I don't get what I want, if I don't get what I don't have the votes for, if I don't get what the country doesn't want, I'm just going to shut down the government. Uh, if you reward the president with that kind of tactic, Jake, then we're going to see every year the president shutting down the government. And we just can't afford to do business that way. You just took control of the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, meanwhile, the grand jury in special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation has just been extended for up to another six months. Uh, I know that you're not directly working with uh, Mueller's uh, investigation, but what do you make of that? Well, he's clearly not done. Uh, there's more work for the grand jury. Now, whether that is a full six months more work or some uh, portion less than that, uh, clearly there are other yeah. potential charges that he must be considering. There's no purpose for a grand jury. I think otherwise, uh, we are trying to deconflict uh, with the special counsel. Uh, over the last two years, frankly, our committee was working to conflict itself with the special counsel to make the special counsel's work more difficult. Um, we hope, uh, as one of our first acts, to make the transcripts of our witnesses fully available to special counsel for any purpose, including uh, the bringing of perjury charges, if necessary, against any of the witnesses, but also to see the evidence that they contain and help flesh out the picture for the special counsel we also uh, really immediately went to work in reaching out to private institutions uh, to lay the foundation to get records uh, as soon as our committee is constituted. Is there anybody in specific uh, you have in mind when talking about somebody who may have committed perjury before your committee? Are you talking about uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr.? Are you talking about Michael Cohen? Are you talking about Roger Stone? Uh, you know, I don't want to go into enumerating particularly who I have concerns about, but I do have concerns about uh, certainly multiple witnesses. Uh, and I think Bob Mueller, by virtue of the fact that he has been able to uh, conduct this investigation using tools that we didn't have in our committee, uh, meaning compulsion, uh, is in a better position to determine, okay, who was telling the truth, who wasn't, uh, and who could I make a case against uh, in terms of perjury. So um, there's no reason to protect these witnesses. There's every reason to validate Congress's interest in not having people come before it and lie. Uh, and I think people felt that they had some kind of immunity uh, with the GOP majority at the time because they would often intervene to tell witnesses you don't have to answer that question uh, you don't have to say anything you don't want or come in uh, even if you don't want to we're not going to compel you and that's simply no way to run an investigation a knowledgeable source uh, just told me this morning uh, that the Trump White House quote forced out Pentagon chief of staff rear admiral uh, Kevin Sweeney um, here's what Samantha Power, the former ambassador to the United Nations under President Obama, tweeted last night about Admiral Sweeney's departure. Quote, it is January 5th, 2019. We have no Secretary of Defense and now no Department of Defense Chief of Staff, no Attorney General, and no evident guardrails in Trump's inner circle. The President is unhinged. Even GOP zealots know it. Republicans inside and outside the administration must stop enabling Trump and protect America, unquote. That's a rather stark picture of the Trump administration. Do you agree with that view? 
Uh, I largely do agree that all of the adults are one by one being forced out of the room. Anyone that had the standing yeah. uh, or the yeah. independence to speak out uh, to the president, to tell the president what he needed to hear, not what he wanted to hear, has been pushed aside. And now you have a lot of yes people serving the president. Uh, and with this kind of a president who is a, as impulsive as he is, uh, who makes up claims out of whole cloth, uh, and you talked earlier today about the astonishing claim that the Soviets invaded Afghanistan to fight terror. Um, that's not something you say out of frustration. That's a Kremlin talking point. Uh, and if he doesn't have anyone who will tell them, uh, tell him, Mr. President, that's flat out wrong. Where are you getting this from? Uh, and Mr. Mulvaney may review the documents that come to the president's desk. He doesn't get to review every phone call the president makes and who's whispering in the president's ear. Someone is giving him these ideas about Montenegro and about, uh, you know, yep. what uh, the Soviets invaded <laughs> Afghanistan for, yeah, what the, totally really agree, what's man. being presented in the Duma right yeah. now is the Russian point of view. So uh, it is deeply concerning. Republicans in Congress do need to speak out. History is going to hold them accountable. Uh, and now is the time. I want to ask you about they a comment care. from your fellow a Democratic uh, Congresswoman, uh, Rashida Tlaib, this week. Care. The Democrats need to, quote, impeach the mother effer, referring, referring to President Trump. Uh, forgetting the, the language for a second, her comments underscore the desire of Democrats to impeach President Trump. Eighty percent of Democratic voters want the president to be impeached. How much pressure do you feel to take action against President Trump, even if you personally aren't there yet in terms of any evidence?
Senate Democrats are coalescing behind a strategy to block any legislation on the floor that doesn't reopen the federal government, planning to paralyze the Senate as the partial government shutdown enters its third week with no end in sight. That spells really dark times for those federal workers, people uh, receiving food stamps, rental assistance, um, privately, Senator uh, Majority Leader Charles Schumer, Chuck Schumer, Democrat, New York, has told the rest of his caucus that he sh- would vote against advancing uh, the first bill on the Senate floor this year, which would authorize security assistance uh, to Israel and to include provisions and aimed at promoting security in the Middle East. The Democrats have uh, expressed uh, uh, a lot of uh, positiveness on wanting to secure the border, but just not with a wall and just not uh, uh, being threatened by Donald Trump. The Republicans can end this right now. All they have to do is vote for uh, is vote in the Senate to reopen the government and the Democrats will override Donald Trump and we will have our government funded and uh, the, and the government will reopen. But, you know, the Democrats, excuse me, the Republicans, they don't want this. And Donald Trump is basically listening to Fox news. He's listening to Sean Hannity. He's listening to Ann Coulter. He's listening to Rush Limbaugh. Uh, A lot of these folks are, are driving his decisions. A lot of these folks are telling him to stay strong. Don't cave. Stay strong. We're behind you. Stay strong to starve children. Stay strong to keep children in cages. Stay strong and lie through your teeth every chance you get to the public. Stay strong and destroy America. These three people are telling him to stay strong and destroy America. Why? Because they are rich. They're not going to starve. They don't need to pay a house note. They don't need to pay a car note or rent. They don't need to pay that. They don't need to pay bills. They're rich. So what they're trying to do or what they want to do is step on the fucking poor people. Step on those who are who are uh, struggling or, or to make ends meet. To step on middle class people. And, and there's no doubt about it. The uh, uh, the uh, homeless um, population is going to go up. They don't want you to have health care. Now they don't want you to have a job. They don't want you to get paid. This is crazy. Americans have to stand up and stop letting themselves be pissed on. They have to stand up and stop letting the Republicans... Fuck over their lives. I mean, when you screw with somebody's income, you screw with people's uh, uh, ability to go out and buy food, to eat, to feed their children. The Republican Party is done with. It's over. It may take a few years, but they're over. There is no way in hell Donald Trump, if he makes it to 2020, which is a year from now. If he make it, makes it to 2020, he will not be reelected. 
it's not going to happen. I'm pretty sure he's going to give this talk tonight or tomorrow, whenever he's going to give it. He's going to try to say, vote for me, even though I took away your job, even though I took away food to feed your family. I took away your rental assistance. Now you're going to get evicted. Now Donald Trump is saying, well, if you're not getting paid, have your landlord have you do something around the building. So that's bullshit. That's that's idiotic. America, we have to do something. We have to do something about Donald Trump and the Republicans. A lot of Americans are laying up on their butts waiting for 2020. You have to get out on your butts right now and do something. Storm that storm the White House. Get this man out of there. He 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 needs to be taken out like what's that guy's name? Um of more Gaddafi or something. I mean, they took Gaddafi out, they drug him out, and they drug him to a nearest tree and shot him. Trump is a traitor. He doesn't love America. He's proved his uh, over and over and over again, he's been uh, he's implicated in several felonies against the United States. Uh, 2016 election, he's colluded with Russia. He has lied. He has he's a sexual predator, and he's a mob boss. He's a mob boss, and I don't understand why the military they don't turn their backs on him. Why? Secret Service, they're federal workers. Why don't they turn their backs, their backs on Donald Trump? Why are they, everybody so afraid of Donald Trump? He's a crook. He's a thug. He's a criminal. He's a pussy grabber. Why is everybody so afraid of him? Republicans all over the place are saying the man is crazy. The man is a nut. The man is a fool. But yet, when it comes time to vote for this guy, they vote for everything he wants. They kiss his ass. But behind the doors, it's in this man is crazy. This man is a loon. This man should not be president. This man is taking this country down. But they will not vote to impeach him. They will not vote to override his stupidness to destroy America. So they are complicit. They are implicated because, you know, they will not do anything. They're aiding and abetting. Even though behind closed doors, they said, we got to do something. He is destroying the country. And it doesn't matter if you are a Democrat or a Republican. He's destroying your life, your lives. And he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care. A lot of the people who voted for Donald Trump in 2016, even though it was an illegal and fake election, but somehow he got his ass in all, in the White House. A lot of people who uh, who voted for him are now saying they wouldn't vote for him in 2020. He's affecting their lives, their paychecks. The rich people, they don't give a damn about uh, the middle class. People who are working for a living, people who have bills, car notes, you know, so and so and so and feed their children. They have daycare uh, uh, bills. They have to pay daycare to keep their kids while they uh, are gone to work every day to try to pay the bills, to try to stay indoors, try to stop to keep from getting evicted and thrown out. But now that's that's all up in the air. 
three weeks government shutdown, these people are not going to get paid. And this is going to mess with the economy, as I've said. This is going to mess with the economy. People are not going to spend much because they're going to hold on to every penny that, that they have. They're not going to go out to entertain because they're going to hold on to every penny that they have. They don't know what's next around the corner. They're going to hold on to everything. A lot of business is going to go out of go out of uh, uh, are going to go down because people are not going to be shopping at those businesses. It may even this may even affect Amazon.com, which Amazon is a trillion dollar company. But if people stop buying shit on Amazon because they don't have a job, this is going to affect uh, Amazon's bottom line. This is what Donald Trump wants. He wants to fuck over America because he felt he feels that America is fucking over him. I, I still say this is not about a border wall. This is not about keeping terrorists out of uh, America. This is about Donald Trump getting what the fuck he wants. This is about Donald Trump hurting. This is what this is. He doesn't like any. He doesn't like America. He hates America. And this is what his plan has been all along. If Donald Trump talks about border security, he's lying. He's saying, all of you people on Facebook, you don't like me. I'm going to take away your paycheck. You will not get your tax returns. You will not get your refunds. That's another thing. Now, tax returns and refunds affect everybody who is working, who's been working for the last few years. It affects everyone. Not just federal workers, but not getting your tax refund uh, is detrimental, and it affects everyone. Even the guy who works uh, delivering pizzas. It affects everyone. So everybody or anybody who has a job Expecting a return this year, you'll get it eventually, but it will be monumentally delayed. Delayed. And you don't know if you're going to get back compensation for it or, or you're going to get late pay. You don't know. You, don't, you just don't know. Three weeks. Donald Trump is the worst president ever. Uh, we can't say that enough. He is the worst fucking president ever 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 getting his fucking orders from a radio show and a television show instead of the American people the people who put his ass in office he is the worst president ever there, there is no doubt about that uh, I can't stress that enough you can't stress that enough America can't stress that enough 80% of Americans do not like Donald Trump. 80% of Americans. And the more he shows his ugly face on television to tell us that people are saying to him uh, they're going to, uh, they like the shutdown and not getting paid and not eating is a bunch of bullshit. And Donald Trump is full of BS all the time. That, um, we're at this point in America. But hey, think positive. This can't go on forever, forever. This can't last forever. I don't know. 
I, I have no idea, but uh, I do think that this cannot go on forever. This will not last forever. Um, so we're we're in a little bit of a mess here. And Democrats are talking about ending the Electoral College. I agree. I think they should just end that crap, uh, not because it gave us Donald Trump, but because a lot of our votes were not counted. You went out there and voted your ass off. Our votes, when we voted for president in 2016, it's just certain sections of the country that uh, gave us Donald Trump, not the, not the popular vote. It was the Electoral College vote, and we're going to explain that later. Or should we do it now? Okay, listen to this. I want to talk to you about the Electoral College and why it matters. All right, I know this doesn't sound like the most sensational topic of the day, but stay with me because I promise you it's one of the most important. To explain why requires a very brief civics review. The president and vice president of the United States are not chosen by a nationwide popular vote of the American people. Rather, they are chosen by 538 electors. This process is spelled out in the United States Constitution. Why didn't the founders just make it easy? and let the presidential candidate with the most votes claim victory? Why did they create, and why do we continue to need this electoral college? The answer is critical to understanding not only the electoral college, but also America. The founders had no intention of creating a pure majority rule democracy. They knew from careful study of history what most have forgotten today or never learned. We have to change it. Pure democracies do not work. They implode. Democracy has been colorfully described as two wolves and a lamb voting on what's for dinner. In a pure democracy, bare majorities can easily tyrannize the rest of a country. All right. Uh, I had to cut that off. I had to cut her off. Sorry, we'll have you back. Uh, broadcast networks are deliberating whether to air Trump's primetime immigration address. Oh, that sounds so good. They're not going to put this jackass on the air to lie to the American people. Uh, this is great. This is beautiful. Let's see. Uh, this is why I had to cut her off, because this was breaking news. Broadcast networks, television networks, television, news outlets, or cable, they are not going to air Hopefully, they're not going to air Trump's primetime address. Why? This has to be devastating to him. We don't want to hear that crap. And they seem to know it. And they are not going to, hopefully, they won't air. Some people are going to air it. I'm pretty sure Fox News is going to uh, air Trump's uh, uh, primetime address to the nation about the shutdown. He's not going to open the shutdown. He's not going to... Uh, open the government back up. So why in the hell do we have to listen to it? He's going to lie through his teeth because that's all he ever does. Because that's all he ever does when he opens his mouth is lie like a dog, as he called someone else a dog. And uh, this is going to hurt him. You know, I mean, it, let's Fox have it. Because a lot of people at some of these broad, uh, uh, some of these television networks, a lot of these workers at the they're not going to be getting their tax returns because of this jackass. He's a, he is really, really pitiful. So I'm going to uh, uh, look at the article a little bit more, and I will be right back, folks. A musical break. Freedom! 
are deliberating over President Donald Trump's request for airtime to deliver a primetime address on border security. Networks executives told CNN. Donald Trump is looking for attention, folks. That's all he's looking for. He's not looking to end the shutdown. He's looking for attention. Trump announced in a tweet on Monday that he will deliver his address at 9 
p.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday. In his tweet, the president characterized the situation on the border as a national security crisis, and it's not. He's a lying, he's a lying son of a gun. It is not a crisis. It's not a crisis. At one point, Trump said 40 terrorists, was it 40 or 400 terrorists, crossed the U.S.-Mexico border, or that was stopped. That's a total lie. A lie, lie, lie. And the media knows it. Four hours later, four hours later, none of the major networks had announced whether they would air the address. It surely will not be on the George Wilder Jr. show. I will not air Donald Trump's speech. I, you know, this man because it. This is what he wants: attention to his mayhem, his destruction, his garbage. Networks, newsrooms were abuzz with speculation about the broadcasters would be decide. They would decide it. President have been using Oval Office addresses on broadcast networks to make big announcements for decades, but the network sometimes resists requests, requests for airtime for a variety of reasons, including perceived emergencies uh, of the subject and the popularity of the shows that would be interrupted. Nobody's going to interrupt their primetime television shows to listen to a bunch of lies. With Trump, there are other factors to consider, including his record of deception and his tendency to ramble off script in long speeches. Many Trump critics post messages on social media urging the networks not to air the address. That could be filled with falsehoods. Some said the prominent Democrat, some said, some said a prominent Democrat should be given equal time. It is unclear if any sort of Democratic rebuttal is in the works. I do think that also. I think uh, if Trump's going to give a primetime address speech, which I will not listen to, and I think the networks are, will be uh, appreciated if they do not air the speech because it will be a bunch of lies. The government is still shut down. People are still being uh, – negatively affected by this people are scared uh, uh, about being evicted not being able to pay their bills not being able to feed their, feed their children and this rich son of a bitch is going to go on television and and double down on it that's all he's going to do he's going to double down on 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 the shutdown the shutdown that he should be that he is uh, the cause of And I do think, again, I think there should be a rebuttal. That means uh, if Trump says something, somebody should come on right after him, right after his speech, and just, you know, fact check his lies. Because that's all he's going to do. He's going to lie. Then he's going to ramble on and ramble on, and we don't want to hear that. And he's taking his orders from Fox News, Sean Hannity, Ann Coulter, Rush Limbaugh. That's where he's taking his taking his cues from from those folks instead of a, instead of the american people who are going to be in judge of him in 2020 if he makes it that far if he doesn't resign like so many people say he is going to resign if he doesn't be indicted or subpoenaed like so many people say he will 
Mueller is not through with, through with his investigation. Therefore, Donald Trump has weeks or months left in the presidency before Mueller actually turns in his report to the Democrats, not the Republicans. So um, we were hoping that Mueller would get through quick, fast. But, you know, I mean, I guess this guy is just a lot. Uh, he's just very detailed. And he wants to make sure he gets this right. Uh, and I'm hoping like hell that he indicts Donald Trump. There's so much evidence there, overwhelming evidence to indict Donald Trump, sitting president and all. Because there's nothing in the Constitution that says a sitting president cannot be indicted. So what the uh, Justice Department has on their book saying that a uh, a sitting president cannot be indicted doesn't come close to the Constitution. The Constitution is the law of the land when it comes to politics and the White House. That's the law of the land, not the Justice Department. Donald Trump can be indicted as a sitting president. I'd rather see Donald Trump indicted than impeached because an indictment means that he is totally through as president of the United States. No, he's not going to resign. People out there are saying all on social Donald Trump is going to resign. He's going to resign. This man will not resign. And I'll say it again. He's not going to resign because he loves Loves it. And if he resigns, he becomes a, a private citizen. Mueller, Mueller is going to nail his ass. But Mueller just may be following the uh, Department of Justice guidelines saying that a sitting president cannot be indicted. He could be following the rules. Who knows? But my thinking is he should be following the Constitution of the United States. A sitting president can be indicted. If they don't want to indict Donald Trump, it's, you know, there's something else wrong. But uh, however, I bet you if this was a Democratic president, he would have been out of there quick as shit. He wouldn't have made it this far. They probably wouldn't even brought up the, the uh, Democratic Impeaching of president uh, pertaining uh, per this Department of Justice. It wouldn't even been brought up. But the fact that this is Donald Trump and he's white and he's a Republican and they are trying to protect him. They bring this shit up. Well, a sitting president cannot be indicted. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. The Constitution has no pre- there to saying that a sitting president cannot be indicted. Therefore, saying that a sitting president can be indicted. Can be. So I'm hoping Mueller uh, grow a pair and indict this guy. Indict him. Get him the fuck out of there. But I have a feeling that Mueller wants this guy uh, to go to prison, not just to be Trump resigns and become a, a private citizen, he's going straight to jail. That indictment. He's going because he's guilty as all out hell. 
All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show, and we have been rambling here, folks. We have been rambling here, and uh, I want to say again, broadcast networks are mulling around whether to broadcast Donald Trump's speech. And I think a number of the people, uh, Americans, don't want to hear it because they know, know what's going to happen, and they're pissed off at him. They mad, they're angry at him because he shut down the government and trying to blame other people. When, when, when he did not sign funding, he refused to sign the funding, uh, the bill, the funding bill from the uh, House of Representatives and the Senate. He refused to sign it. He vetoed it. However, if the, however, if the uh, Senate Republicans weren't as corrupt and thuggish as he is, they could override Donald Trump and we can get the government open. But they're just as thuggish as he is. And Donald Trump is taking his orders from Fox News and from Russia on destroying America. On destroying America. And uh, we the people, we have to stand up and and um, demand that this guy get out of office. Call your representatives, call your senator, uh, call anybody in Washington and demand that this guy is impeached and demand that the government is reopened with no border wall funding.
Trump is corrupt as hell, and it's it's good to see that the networks and the media, whom Trump continues to to bash and call them the enemy of the people, when he is the enemy in the White House. But you know what, Trump, he doesn't listen to us. He doesn't listen to what we're saying. He listens to what um, he is saying. Nobody listens to what he's saying. He he only listens to what he's saying. Hi, All I'm right. Shannon Martin from Podbean, and I'm here today to talk about monetizing your podcast. In other words, getting paid to podcast. And today will be part one. We'll talk generally about monetization and strategies, but we will also get a little more into depth about crowdfunding or patron programs. And in part two, we'll get more into depth about advertising. So let's get started. The border with Mexico. Here's what he tweeted today. He said the U.S. will be forced to close the southern border entirely if the obstructionist Democrats do not give us the money to finish the wall. President owns the shutdown. Remember? He, sure he is does. the one sure who said does. this. Blaming Democrats. I will shut down the government. Okay, Democrats. fair enough. And I am proud, and I'll we tell you disagree. what, I am proud to shut down the government for border security, He's Chuck. I will take the mantle. I will be the one to shut it down. I'm not going to blame you for it. Well, he's got that right. And the blame is all his. Uh, but Nancy Pelosi clearly on the minds of top aides at the White House today. Watch this. She's unwilling to actually do anything until she gets her speakership. This all comes down to Mrs. Mrs. Pelosi's speakership. She does not have the votes, uh, and if she cuts a deal with the president uh, of any sort before her election on January 3rd, uh, she's at risk of losing her speakership. So we're in this for the long haul. It's a good talking point. They're all on message, but uh, they are wrong. House Democrats back in November overwhelmingly picked Pelosi to be their nominee for House Speaker. And she'll likely have all the support that she needs when the vote takes place on January 3rd, which is next Thursday, by the way. It's coming quickly. And that's the date that the president and all those people who are talking there, all of his aides, that they really should be worried about. You know why? Because Democrats take control of the House. And that means control of all the powerful committees that have been toothless under Republicans. They won't be anymore. And with control of the committees comes subpoena power. Democrats are ramping up staffing. They're posting jobs, especially for investigators and lawyers with expertise in criminal law, as well as constitutional law, commercial, administrative, and bankruptcy law. That's a lot. Key Democrats say they have been inundated by impressive resumes that a lot of people want to be part of what's expected to be the largest congressional investigation of a sitting president in recent memory. So here we go. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy 2019. Yet on the other side of Pennsylvania Avenue, inside the Trump White House, major jobs unfilled. The president doesn't have a permanent chief of staff. He doesn't have a permanent defense secretary or attorney general, and that's just to name a few. Word from inside the White House is that since the Democrats' big victory in the midterm elections, President Trump has been worried. He should be, even though he constantly says this about the Mueller. He said, okay, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't sure I didn't quite hear him there, that it's a witch hunt. Despite Trump never missing a chance to minimize the Russia investigation, Mueller has already sent, these are the facts, okay, 
four people to prison, he sent. One person, Trump's campaign chairman, Paul Manafort, was convicted at trial. Seven people have pleaded guilty, including Trump's former personal attorney, Michael Cohen. Thirty-six people and entities have been charged. In 2019, we're likely to see new developments in the investigation when Democrats take control. And the new year will likely bring new lies. The president told some whoppers this year, we can't list them all because we don't have enough time in this broadcast, but here's one, like when he said that he didn't know about payments to Stormy Daniels. Remember that one? Michael's my attorney, and you'll have to ask Michael Cohen. Who's going to pay for the wall? Mexico. Mexico. Another lie. Just to rile up his base. Mexico made it clear to Trump, it's not paying for a wall. Its former president used um, a more graphic language that I can't repeat on this program. He's not going to pay for a you-know-what wall, he said. But here's one thing that is true tonight. As we head into day eight of this shutdown, it's time for Americans to see those highly touted negotiating skills from the dealmaker in chief and get the government working again. A lot of people are not getting paid. And there's a lot to discuss in the hour ahead. Let's begin with Ested Herndon and David Swerdlick, and also April Ryan. April is the author of Under Fire, reporting from front lines of the Trump White House. So good to have all of you on. Almost right on. New Year's. The government Happy is New still, Year. Happy New Year. Uh, the government is still shut down. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to start with you. You think shutting down the southern border is a real possibility right now? Yeah, I don't think that that's something we'll, we'll see from the president. I mean, that is something that's going to take a lot uh, of initiative. And we know that um, we, we know that the Democrats are coming into the House, and that's going to be something that's going to limit his ability to, to do those type of actions. But what we're seeing is the president, who is under extreme pressure from the base uh, to, to, to have increased actions on the southern border, and he is feeling that type of heat. He's feeling that pressure, and so he wants to show that he has, has a strong hand, that he is that he's doing everything he can to limit immigration, but that is something that the Democrats are going to be able to rein in because the money that it would take, all of those are things that are going to have to go through the Congress, and we're not going to be able to see that. So, uh, you know, he returned to one of his favorite scare tactics. Remember this during uh, the midterms, April. Today, this is what he tweeted. He said, word is that a new caravan <coughs> excuse me, is forming in Honduras, and they are doing nothing about it. He seemed to drop the caravan, the caravan after the midterms, but you think he could effectively use it to lobby for a wall? I don't think so. I think everyone is kind of, uh, I think everyone is kind of uh, hip to this game. Uh, you know, during the election, uh, the midterm election, we kept hearing this caravan. The caravan was hundreds of miles away, and it was like, you know, it was imminent doom, like it was happening the next day, and it didn't happen. And it's almost like the boy who cried wolf. The president keeps saying it and saying it, and, and it's not true. Um, this president has been caught in so many um, big tales, uh, if you will. I'm not going to go to the word lie, but, you know, in his mind, he might believe it. Um, in Sarah Huckabee's mind, they might believe it as it's well. It's still a lie if they believe, believe it. Well. Even but, if they believe it, it's not the truth, but go on. 
<laughs> okay, thank you for pointing that out. You're right. But but you remember, I have to work there, so I have to, gosh, I have to cushion it. But, um, no, but, you know, this president cries these big, makes these big, tremendous, uh, huge tales, and it, they don't happen. And he's left with it, and then people are like, oh, okay. And, and, and you're used to it now, and it's not normal. It's not okay. And these caravans that the president is concerned about is really, you know, fictitious. But, you know, this immigration thing, and I really thought about this today as we end 2018, going into 2019, because you start out like you can hold out. But when you deal with this immigration issue, we have to really look at this. It's a black, white, brown issue. This president is concerned about the browning of America, and you have to look at it. Why is he so concerned about immigrants when this president has a close relationship to people who are from other countries? Mm -hmm. Two wives, his first wife and this wife. And then we just saw that his in-laws received... Um, what they, call chain recently. what they call so, chain migration, right? right? Which is family reunification. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So it's, it seems to be okay for certain groups to come into this nation, but then when you have brown American, black America, they're from S-hole nations, or they're terrorists, or, or criminals. This is hypocrisy, it's racism, and, and let's just call it out. It's Remember, just you have what to he's work doing there. is hyping up people. <laughs> I know, I do, but, but it's the truth. <laughs> okay, it's the that's truth. what I said. It's a lie, even if they believe it. That, that is the truth. But the thing is, though, I really do think, listen, there is some, I think there is some truth to what you were, you were saying, but I also think it's what works for this yeah. president and his base. If his base said, oh, people well. People are over it. People yeah. are getting over it. But if his base said, if, 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 if it would keep him in office and in power for his base to say, well, let's just um, grant you know, immunity to everyone and let all, everybody in, uh, all of the immigrants in, he would do that. But, yeah. right, David? Don't you think? Yeah, Don, yeah, if I could jump in there, right. To, to your point and to, to follow up on what April was just saying. Look, the president does things and has been doing things to hold on to the 40% of the country that's with him. But politics is a game of addition, and he is not adding on to his coalition to where he has a majority of the country behind him. Right. He's got 40%. The bottom has not fallen out on him, but he does nothing to expand on that because he plays to that 40% on issues, as April said, like immigration, where it's a zero-sum us versus them. Let's keep people who are different than us, whoever us is, out of the country. If that means building a wall, having more uh, border patrol, demonizing immigrants, unless they're immigrants from certain countries. Can I just say one thing about him, Don? Sure. You said in your, in your take about deal-making. We're right now in a position where, right at this point in President Obama's presidency, he made a deal. Right after he got shellacked in the 20 term, mid 2010 midterms, he made a deal with Republicans where he got repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell in exchange for what Republicans wanted, which was uh, an extension of the Bush tax cuts. It's not a shutdown situation, but here in this shutdown that we're in right now, President Trump has not done the same thing, even though he's supposedly the great negotiator of offering Democrats mm -hmm. something idiot. that they want, in which they might give him something that he wants, funding for the wall, which, of course, Mexico was supposed to pay for. Yeah. 
Uh, and by the way, I had a you know brain. You know what? Uh, I, I meant to say amnesty and not immunity. And by the way, my producer hey, didn't see, say that. Just um, there's been so many investigations. Now. Have immunity on the brain here. So let's. <laughs> I got. I want to ask you this, instead. Um, Listen, his, the President Trump, his press secretary, um, the acting chief of staff, all putting this shutdown. You saw that, right? Standing mm -hmm. up, saying that it was. Uh, it's all Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. Why is Pelosi to blame when he said that he would be proud to own this? We knew the president was going to do this. He has one mode of operation, which is to blame the opposite party. He clearly <clears throat> took responsibility for the, the quote-unquote shutdown in that Oval Office meeting we all saw. And this is what his base wants. This is what they're reacting to. I think David's right when he's saying that he's looking at that 40% of people who are his supporters. Because last year, I remember, when he took that deal from Democrats and kept the government open but seated on wall funding, mm -hmm. that was one of the few times you had the Ann Coulters of the world, the Rush Limbaugh's of the world, really upset with the president. And so this time around, for better or for worse, he's listening to those voices, and he is, uh, he's, quote-unquote, standing up for that wall funding. Yeah. So what that means is that he won't, he won't have that kind of deal-making, art-of-the-deal moment. He, he is uh, rooted to this kind of position that Democrats have a moral obligation in their minds to stand against. That puts us to this kind of stalemate that le has led to this government. It's certainly that. making it interesting for us, right? Mm -hmm. and, and sadly, interesting in a different way for people who are not getting paid. Uh, because of this partial government shutdown. David, I want to get to another important story, very important story that we covered a lot uh, on this broadcast. The North Carolina State Board of Elections dissolved today uh, without certifying results from the 9th Congressional District, a race that's tainted by allegations of ballot fraud by a Republican operative. Where does this leave this race? Will there be another election? Uh, I think there has to be, and I, I believe today it was reported uh, majority leader, uh, incoming majority leader, Hoyer uh, say, saying essentially that Democrats are not going to seat the quote-unquote winner of the North Carolina election as as they shouldn't. There's too much. Uh, uh, so, uh, there's too many allegations of fraud surrounding the election. They haven't gotten to the bottom of it all. You don't even have many Republicans defending this Republican candidate and this Republican operative. Uh, you will just have to have another election and let the chips fall where they may. I think it's a Republican-leaning district, uh, but, uh, but you know, anybody's guess now what happens with this wild card in the mix. Again, Happy New Year's. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate Happy New Year, it. Doc. Enjoy. Be safe out there. Right, uh, is a you, nude thank selfie. Thank you, thank you. That's right. A nude selfie. Part of the evidence collected in Robert Mueller's Russia investigation. We're going to get to wow. the bottom. Wow. Thanks for, for all of that. Sorry, folks, I had to cut them off. But anyway, uh, whenever I see breaking news or something's different and I have to talk about it or, or broadcast it or whatever you want to do, uh, the Democrats consider blocking all legislation that doesn't reopen the government. I love that. I love that. That means uh, that means basically they can't get any the Republicans can't get anything done and the Dems can't get anything done. It is a a divided government. Senate Democrats will start by trying to hold up action on serious sanctions bill Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, uh, this is good. Fighting Donald Trump, the lying the lying president. Yeah, let's see what else it says. I'm looking at CNN. CNN folks. Senate, oh, okay, all right. Okay, it's, it's still saying that Senate Democrats considering blocking all legislation that doesn't reopen the government. Beautiful, beautiful. But you know, as I say again, Trump and the Republicans really don't care about the reopening of the government. This is about 
getting his way. This is him trying to be a fucking dictator. This is him throwing tantrums because he doesn't get what he wants. This is not about a wall. Whether it's concrete, plat, steel, whatever the hell is coming out of this ignorant ass man. Uh, this is not. This is about hurting people. This is about getting his way. This is about saying I'm president, you're not. This is what this is. All right. Once again, Senate Democrats will try will try to block action on a serious sanction bill when it comes up for a vote Tuesday in an effort to keep focus on the government shutdown. Yeah, because Donald Trump, he wants to get past the government shutdown. He wants to go past it. Well, the government shutdown, let's go to something else. Uh, Democrats will also discuss at their weekly policy lunch Wednesday whether to broaden that blocking tactic to all legislation, according to a senior uh, Democratic aide. Okay, sounds good. I mean, fighting, fighting fire with fire, fighting this ignorant fuck, giving him a hard target. All right, a separate senior Democratic aide said Senate Majority Leader, Minority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer has notified the Democratic caucus that he will vote against proceeding to uh, S-1 because Senate Republicans should instead bring to the floor the House passed bills to reopen the government. government. Over the weekend, the two Democrat senators from Maryland uh, who represent thousands of furloughed federal government workers uh, first publicly raised the idea of blocking bills on the floor to raise the political political stakes on Donald Trump and the majority whip Mitch McConnell, who is refusing to put any government funding bill on the floor unless Trump supports it. And we know Trump will never support a damn thing. They, he can put this bill on the floor to be voted on and override Donald Trump's veto and reopen the government. But Mitch McConnell is too much up Donald Trump's ass to do that. Okay? Uh, McConnell has said that he won't make any of his members vote on a bill to reopen the government without assurances that Trump would sign it, though at least two Republicans have pushed to reopen the government while uh, wall negotiations continue. That's two, but, you know, it's better than none, but it's just two. Uh, The measure in question Tuesday combines four Middle East-related bills, including one sanction on Syria, on the Syria Syria regime and is viewed by critics of Trump's decision to withdraw U.S. troops there as a vehicle to speak out against that move. So the Democrats are basically standing firm. They're trying to uh, push uh, McConnell's hand uh, to reopen the government. Because they can reopen the government. They can, they can vote on this bill to reopen the government, and uh, uh, the Democrats will vote. And they can override Donald Trump's veto. But see, but since they're a part of this, they're a part of this crap, uh, they won't do it. Mitch McConnell with his 99-year-old ass is a stubborn son of a gun. And I've said this before a few months ago, that it's white people who are – 
destroying our government. It's white people who are taking checks out of the hands of white people. Okay? Uh, I'm not saying that as a racist comment, but I'm just being fair. Okay? Uh, you got Donald Trump is white. You, the, the Senate Republicans are white. Uh, you know, I mean, the guys who were in control of the House of Representatives at one time, they were white. So you get, and then you have uh, Fox News, Sean Hannity, uh, Laura Ingram, um, and Coulter, Rush Limbaugh, white. They can't stand people of color. They're all racist. And they they are not afraid to admit that they're racist, just as it, just like Donald Trump. Uh, I mean, this guy in one of his rallies said he was a white nationalist. <laughs> I'm wondering, does he actually know what a white nationalist is? And he hasn't backed down from that. He hasn't backed down from calling himself a white nationalist. He hasn't back down from that. He hasn't backed down from saying there's good people on both sides, calling Nazis good, calling Russia good. I mean, people call him a Russian traitor. They call him a Russian spy. They call Donald Trump a Russian operative. He hasn't denied any of it. He knows it, but he hasn't denied it because it's true. It's true. Putin he looks up to Putin. Putin is <laughs> he looks up to somebody who's shorter than he is, smaller than he is. He looks up to Russia. Russia is his dog. <laughs> we all know it. The media knows it. Uh, pe- people in politics, uh, other folks in politics, they know it. Um, countries around the world, they know that Donald Trump is in in uh, Putin's pocket. And he doesn't give a fuck that we know he's in Putin's pocket. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. We have to do something, folks, about uh, 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 this country. We have to do something. Donald Trump has this country by the throat. He really does. And and I'm going to say this for the umpteenth time. He's always had this country by the throat because the Republicans, the racist Republicans are, are letting him grip this country by the throat. And we all are saying, what the hell wrong is wrong with Robert Mueller? I, I honestly believe that Robert Mueller right now at this moment have enough evidence to hang Trump. But he just is not showing his hand right now because he's got an extended six months on this investigation. Trump. That means that he's not through. That means that other people will be going to jail. He just got to get all this shit together, hand it over to a grand jury, have a judge sign off on it. There goes the indictment. He's not finished. Obviously, this is bigger than what he thought it was. He's not finished. Hopefully, Mike Pence will be implicated and he will go to fucking jail on a felony charge of lying to the government or lying to the FBI. Because if you think about it, folks, if you remember, Mike Pence, 
the Vice President of the United States, Mike Pence, by Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort is now in prison. There is no way in hell that that Mike Pence, excuse me, that Mike Pence is not implicated in all of this shit. There is no way. So once Mueller is done, once he's done, um, and that's what the Democrats are waiting on. This is the reason why they haven't impeached him. They want to see what Mueller has to offer. But as long as Donald Trump is in that White House, the more damage he will do. And that's what I'm afraid of, and that's what a lot of people are afraid of. Mitch McConnell and some of them rotten Republicans, even though they're saying that Donald Trump is crazy, he's an idiot, he's a narcissist, he's a fascist, he's a Nazi, he's a Russian operative. Even all of these people are saying some of the same. He's nuts. He's crazy. He's a buffoon. He's wrecking the country. But they will not get the Oval Office. They will not impeach him. They will not send his ass to jail. Because why? They're afraid of him. They're afraid of the crime boss. They're afraid of their dictator. He's a dictator. Trump is a dictator, but he's only a dictator those who are afraid of him. Who are frightened of him. Lindsey Graham is an asshole. All right, folks, we had a little bit of difficulty, technical difficulty here, but we're just about off the air anyway. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Make sure you tell your friends about it. <laughs> this is one of uh, Chicago's finest uh, Internet radio shows, and, uh, uh, and I totally, totally appreciate your time uh, listening to the show and telling everybody else about the show, whether you listening. The show after is done. It's all good. Everything is all good. I want to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Make sure you tune in all week. We have lots of, of things to do on the George Wilder Jr. Show and lots of things to talk about on the George Wilder Jr. Show. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Have a great evening. Have a great day. Have a great morning. Wherever you might find yourself listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show, you have a good one, and you continue to listen. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a good one.
from the mighty, and the mighty from the strong. 